0: This is WordWise, the weekly program that explores the origin, history, or tall tales behind common words or phrases, and brought to you by KWBU and the College of Arts and Sciences at Baylor University. I'm your host, Christy Proctor. Do you remember your first encounter with a monster? Was it under your bed or in your closet? Well, Dr. James Kendrick, Associate Professor of Film and Digital Media, is here today to help us understand what a monster really is. Dr. Kendrick, where did this word come from?
1: Well, there are actually two important Latin words that you have to go back to. The first is monstrum, which means an evil omen, and the other is monstro, which means to show or to point out or to indicate. And interestingly, both of these words derive from the same base, moner, which means to warn. What this essentially suggests is that the ancient pagan world, the non-Judeo-Christian Islamic world, saw monsters differently than contemporary cultures of Western Europe. While we tend to see monsters as signs, of, or, signs or omens of impending evil, particularly since the word came into usage around the 14th century and was strongly connected to Grendel and Beowulf, there are suggestions that earlier cultures saw monsters not just as beings that frighten us, but ones that can educate us in some way, that they have something to show us, generally about ourselves, our fears, our desires, and our prejudices.
0: Well, that makes sense. Let's consider that then, in this light, one of the most famous monsters of all... Frankenstein's monster.
1: Yeah, this is a really good example. Um, Frankenstein's monster obviously originated in the 1818 novel by Mary Shelley. Uh, It was made famous in a 1931 movie, and in both versions, the monster is physically repulsive, but his monstrousness is significantly different. In the original novel, the monster was more of a kind of pitiful, self-aware creature that represented the horrors of science when that's taken too far, essentially not under social control. This was a fear that abounded during the 19th century. Thus... The monster represents that science will create evil if it goes too far, especially if it supplants the role of God in creation. In the 1931 film version, on the other hand, the monster is shown to be the product of an abnormal brain. Uh, Dr. Frankenstein, when he creates the monster, accidentally puts a criminal mind into, uh, into his creation, so it's not surprising that the monster turns out violent and out of control. Thus, in this variation, it's showing us that monsters are born monstrous rather than created by social forces.
0: I love it. Thank you, Dr. Kendrick. Dr. James Kendrick is an associate professor of film and digital media in the College of Arts and Sciences at Baylor University. This has been WordWise, a production of KWBU-FM. I'm Christy Proctor. Join us again next week.